Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. If you want to start to take things to the next level, but you're not sure what's holding you back, then feel free to take my quiz. It's called the What's Holding You Back quiz, and you can find it at www.christinecorcoran.com.au slash quiz. It will take you through eight simple questions and then take you to your results, which will break down the main fear that's holding you back and ways to overcome it and resources to help support you overcoming it. Check it out and let me know which fear is holding you back. Now, let's get on to the episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back. Today's episode is all about managing expectations, and it's coming off the back of my experience at the Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins. I headed down to Sydney with my mom and my sister and had an incredible four days walking on fire, letting go of old old beliefs and taking things to the next level by really stepping into a beautiful, powerful state that is of certainty and energy and power that we can then learn to make decisions from that place and be able to shift and change everything for our lives. It was an incredible experience, but it really highlighted a really interesting way of looking at expectations from my experience. So I won a competition to be able to take my mum down to unleash the power within and I I have actually been before. So this was my second time attending and my mum's first time attending. And so I was so excited to be able to take my mum and my sister and to be able to allow them to experience it and to be able to take their lives to the next level, to be able to let go of things that are holding them back and really step into who they are. And it was an incredible experience, don't get me wrong, but... I had high level expectations of what I wanted to walk away with. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it was highlighted uh, and the expectation was on another person. So it was, and I had expected them to show up fully and to go all in. And unfortunately on day two, when they decided that they didn't want to go, I was let down and disappointed and hurt and angry and frustrated and all of those things. So I thought I would share that experience with you and then go into ways to manage your expectations because we have when we have expectations on other people or on ourselves it can a lot of the time it can set us up for disappointment hurt anger frustration all of those things so basically uh on the thursday we went down to sydney and we headed into the arena on day one they get you to do the firewalk which is an incredible experience it helps helps you shed all the beliefs around what you believe is possible for yourself and it helps you to really step into what you want to create for your life because if you can walk on fire you can pretty much do anything right like it just helps to really release anything and to prove to yourself of how powerful you are and so that was a great day we had such a great experience and i actually did think that my mum would do the walk which was uh, I knew was a big thing to do and so my expectation actually wasn't on the walk but it wasn't until the next day so she actually did the fire walk it was incredible she 
walked on hot coals. She surprised herself. She proved herself wrong and she blew my mind and it was incredible to see. And then day two, we woke up, we were getting ready and we headed to breakfast. And at that time she decided that she didn't want to go to day two. And I was disappointed because at that time I didn't realize, but I actually had the expectation that she would go to the full four days. Now these days are massive. Like the way that Tony Robbins runs his event, it's all about immersion. So it's long, long hours. They're like 12 to 16 hour days. So, and my mum had been ill recently. And so she decided that she wasn't going to go. And I got upset and I said to her that, you know, I think it'd be really great for her to go today and that she would get a lot out of it. And it's not going to be as intense as the day before. Like we're not going to walk on fire again. And I tried to convince her based on my needs. I tried to convince her to go. And so she decided that she wasn't going to go and that was fine. So she went back to the, to the apartment and then myself and my sister headed into the event and we got to the event and I was in such a mood, like (laughs) I was in such a mood and they started the event and everyone's clapping and I'm like clapping, but with like anger. (laughs) And I was literally like fuming. I was annoyed. I was upset. And at that point that I realized that I had such a high expectation on my mom to show up and to do all four days when that was an expectation that I had set on her. And it wasn't until my sister said to me, oh, you're really upset, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, I'm bloody angry. And so I sat with it for a minute and I think I was angry probably for about 40 minutes by the time we'd left breakfast and headed into the event. So it was probably about 40 minutes, I reckon. And I sort of just went through my own self-coaching and went through, okay, so what's my expectation here? What am I angry about? So one, I was angry that she wasn't showing up fully for herself. And again, that's an expectation on her. And I'm not saying it's right or correct. I'm just sharing with you my experience and how I worked through this. So my expectation on her was that she should show up every single day. She should play full out. She should get lots of breakthroughs. She should like, it should be life changing for her. Like I literally went through all of these thoughts in my mind of like, this is what I wanted for her, right? I wanted her to have an amazing experience. I wanted her to see why I'm so passionate about what I do, right? And I wanted her to see what can happen when you start to show up for yourself and you put yourself in situations to expand and grow and really be able to let go of all the things that are holding you back. And I knew that that was a space where she could do that. And so I had these such high expectations. And so I sat with it for a minute and just went, okay, one, what's my purpose here? Like why, what did I want her to get out of this? And I thought to myself, well, all of those things, But then I had to bring in accepting the fact that she wasn't coming on that day. And that's fine. It's her decision. It's her choice. And one, am I going to sit here and be angry about it all day? Am I going to ruin my experience as well as my sister's experience? Because even though she's sitting beside me, she could feel the anger seething off me, right? Like she could tell my energy wasn't there and I wasn't actually focused on what was happening. And so I was like, okay, how long am I going to sit in this? How long am I going to choose anger over compassion? How And I literally sat there and went, okay, so what? what's the reasoning behind the reason why she wouldn't want to show up today? One, yesterday was a massive day. Like we didn't get back to the apartment till like 11 and you're so wired. You're so like pumped up that we didn't sleep till late anyway, right? She's been sick recently. So I had to, I literally was like, have compassion for the fact that she's been ill and she did show up and she was coming to the event. So I had to then bring myself back to that state of how could I look at this from a different perspective so then I can have compassion and love and know that 
and almost trust that this is the right fit and this was this was meant to be. So I sat with it for a moment and went, okay, she's here. She's willing to be a part of it. She didn't say she wasn't going to come tomorrow. It was just today. She didn't feel up to it. So have the compassion to go, you know what? I'm so glad that she chose what was right for her and that she spoke up and she spoke her truth and she said no. That's amazing, right? And I wanted to acknowledge her for that and to take a moment to go, okay, that's great. That's exactly what she needed right now and she chose that. And she was felt comfortable enough to express, express that. So beautiful. So I sat with that and went, okay, one, I'm not going to let this ruin the rest of my day. So I'm going to shake this off and I'm going to focus on being here for my sister and for me and actually experience the day. And then what we'll do is we'll go to dinner with her tonight, make sure that she's okay and still actually enjoy the experience of being in Sydney with my mom and spending time with her because I live a long, far away from her. Like she lives in Victoria, I live in Queensland and it was a really realization for me to go, okay, like you wanted this for her out of a state of love and you can still allow that to happen. You can still allow that to be a part of her experience this weekend because I want to point out that years ago before before doing any of this work, I would have sat in that for a hell of a lot longer. I would have let it ruin my whole day, possibly my whole weekend. I probably would have actually gone back to the apartment and made her feel bad about it by making snide comments or judging her or whatever reason, just even my energy, not wanting to be around her, like all of it, I would have let affect the whole weekend for sure. But through doing all of this work and by focusing on how I want to live my life and the experience that I want for my life, I was able to use the tools that I teach my clients and allow myself to go, okay, accept what is, trust that what is going to happen is going to be perfect and that all I can control is myself and I'm going to focus on what I can control and allow myself to show up with love and show up with acceptance and compassion with my mum. And so I was then able to get back into the weekend, enjoy the rest of the weekend. And she showed up on Saturday and Sunday, played full out, had an incredible time, had some beautiful shifts and had a really great experience. Now, I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to sit there and go through that in my own mind and self-coach because it really did change the rest of the experience of the weekend. And I'm so glad I didn't let it ruin the rest of the weekend. So that's the process that I'm going to take you through today on how we can use um, our thoughts to actually manage our expectations of others, but also manage the expectations we may have on ourselves. So if you have had a situation where you felt like you had a really high expectation on somebody else and you felt disappointed or let down because it didn't work out the way you hoped, or maybe like myself, you got angry or frustrated with someone because they didn't do or say what you thought they should do. Or maybe you had a really high expectation on yourself and you didn't follow through or something happened and didn't work out the way you had expected and then you felt like you'd failed or failed yourself. Then this is definitely about managing your expectations and allowing yourself to change what they mean to you and not let them affect you for a long period of time. So let's dive into this. Managing our expectations of other people. When we are dealing with unmet expectations, a lot of the time we will notice it after the fact. We don't often notice our expectations. Like even I didn't, I didn't realize it until day two when she said she didn't want to go, that I had that expectation on her that I, 
you know, we need to realize that as a human being, we're going to have those expectations because we're interacting, we connect with other human beings. And we go around the world with our own bubble of the world. We have our own values, our own expectations, our own way that we live our lives, our own beliefs, our own upbringing, our own experiences that we've ever had, or our whole experience of life, the way that we believe things should be in regards to religion or in regards to our schooling, like everything comes into play. We have this own little bubble of world that we're, we're walking around with and we bump into other people with different models of the world, different little worlds around them with their own expectations and their own beliefs and their own values and their own dreams and beliefs and, and their own experiences, right? And so we bump into other people and then we expect them to do a certain thing based on our beliefs and our expectations. And when that doesn't happen, we then get angry, upset, disappointed, hurt, all of those feelings based on what they did or didn't do. Now, what another human being does or doesn't do is completely out of our control. As much as we would like to think that we can control other people or that we can make people do the things that we want to do, there is definitely a level of influence that we can have on a human being, but it is still their own choice. They're still making that choice based on what they believe in, what their values are, what they think is right or wrong, all of those things. They're still making that their own choices. So we cannot manipulate their own choices. But we need to be mindful of how then that affects us because all we can do is control our own reactions and our own responses. And so it's really important that we are clear on that. So I want you to think about a time that you had an expectation on another on, a, on another human being and think about how that impacted you. Was that expectation met? And if it was, I want you to think about a different situation because it's easier actually when to think about a situation that your expectation wasn't met. So think about an expectation that wasn't met. And I want you to think about that situation and think about it from, from the perspective of an outside observer. So if you say you're the third person in, in the situation, right? You're this invisible person that can look at it from an outsider's perspective. And you can see yourself having an expectation in your mind of a person. And whether you've voiced it or not, then that person then chose to take action based on their values, their beliefs, their upbringing, their family values, their experiences of life, their beliefs, their fears, their dreams, all of that. They go and make their own choice. And then you're over here on the, on the other side getting upset because they didn't do what you expected them to do. So who's in the wrong? Who's in the right? Well, neither are in the right or wrong, right? It's actually not even about right or wrong. Because no matter what we do, we're going to have expectations. It's actually not about that. It's about managing your expectations and choosing how you want to live your life. So there's a couple of different things we want to consider here. One, when you set the expectation, was it just set in your mind or was it a voiced expectation? So a lot of time when we I have this discussion with clients, it'll come down to, well, they believed that they should do this certain thing or they should have said this thing. They should have acted in a certain way. They should have done this because this is what I expect of them. And I would never do that. A lot of the time, the language that comes into play here is that, well, I would never do that. This is the way I would act. This is the way I would behave. And I expect others to do the same. Now that is very focused on self. And like I said before, we cannot control or make someone choose to do a certain thing. 
right? We just cannot control another human being as much as we like to. And so a lot of the time we need to consider a couple of things. One, was the expectation voiced in a kind manner? Was there was there communication in some way of what that expectation was? Because sometimes that expectation actually isn't even voiced. So the other human being has no idea that you expected that of them. So when I think of my mom at Tony Robbins, I never actually voiced to her that I expected her to go all day, every day for four days. I never said that. I never said it out loud. I told her about the event. I told her how much fun we were going to have. And I told her minimal amount of information because I didn't want to scare her. (laughs) Uh, And I did, but I never, ever voiced the expectation of her doing the firewalk or showing up for the full hours every single day. Never said it. The expectation was only in my mind. Okay. So when you want to consider that, think about have you voiced the expectation? Have you communicated what your needs are in a certain way that the other human being knows what to expect? That still does not give you the right to believe that they should do what you ask them because they're their own human being. They can do whatever the hell they want, right? They can do whatever the hell they want, no matter what you say. And it's so entertaining when we look at it from that perspective that there's two different human beings, their own bubbles of the world around them, bumping into each other and going, well, I expect you to do this. Well, I expect you to do this. And then disagreements happen and disappointments happen. And then we get angry at the other person. So then we want to consider what happens then, right? Do we have to lower our standards? Do we have to set clear boundaries? Do we have to communicate better? Maybe, maybe there's a couple of things that you want to consider. Is there boundaries in place of what your what your expectations are and what you will do if those expectations aren't met? So maybe it's about setting boundaries. Maybe it's about communicating better. So then you have the other person on, on the same page, that you have some form of influence that you want for them to be able to do. But then again, we need to be mindful of the fact that they're not another human being. They're going to do whatever the hell they want. And then the last thing to consider is we want to make sure that we reflect that expectation back on ourselves. Because a lot of the time, we need to be mindful of the fact that the other person's values or beliefs or what's important to them or what they believe is right or wrong or what they want to do is completely different to what your beliefs, values, fears, dreams, what you want them to do is very, very different. So who gives you the right to tell them what to do? Yeah. So it's like I had to look at it from this perspective, right? I love personal development. I put myself in situations to grow consistently. I always am planning the next event, planning the next type of study that I'm going to be doing, what I'm going to be learning, like all those types of things. That's my jam. I absolutely love it. Devote my life to it, right? Now, my mom probably doesn't love it as much as me, (laughs) right? So who am I to expect her to show up enthusiastically energetically wanting to be a part of this crazy ass event that expects you to walk on fire where people are happy dancing and clapping and hugging and all of these things. What makes me believe that she would absolutely love that? And look, don't get me wrong. At the end of the four days, she loved it. But that's an expectation I had based on what is important to me, right? What my values are, what my beliefs are what my fears are, what my dreams are, like what I expect of myself. And I was putting all of that, I was literally picking it all up and just putting it on her shoulders and expecting her to behave in a certain way. So we need to manage that. We need to be mindful of that, that 
it's okay for another human being to want to do what they want to do. And if that's not in alignment with what you want, then that's okay. That's what makes another human being different. That's what makes them stand out to be unique and be their own person. So then the world is different and unique. Otherwise we'd be boring and we'd be doing the same damn thing. There'd be no creativity, no innovation because every human being would be walking around doing the same thing, right? So we need the disagreements for growth. We need these experiences for growth. So where can you reflect back on it and go, what can I learn from this? We need to be careful about what we make it mean as well. So one, we want to consider what can we learn from this? And that was where I needed to take a step back and consider, okay, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for her? What, um, what do I want to make it mean? And instead of making it mean, well, she doesn't actually want to be here, which would have been, you know, would have been felt negative to me and then probably wouldn't have allowed me to behave and act in a way I would have liked to have behaved or acted toward her. But I just made it mean, actually, she's exhausted. She played full out yesterday. She walked on fire. That's incredible. Let her have her downtime. So then tomorrow she can come back and be ready and be want- and actually willing to be here. Because there's nothing worse than putting someone in a situation where they're unwilling, where they don't want to be there. It- there's no good that comes of that at all, right? So be careful of what you make it mean. Because sometimes in certain situations, we will have our expectations let down. We will not have them met and then we'll make it mean a global generalization. So it might be like, oh, this always happens. Or this person is, or, you know, all men are like that. Or um, all people are like this. Or family is always this way. Like we always, we create this generalization and that creates a generalized belief, a global belief which then we walk around with those rose-colored glasses of that belief and expect people to behave in a certain way and then wonder why we get upset about it, right? So we need to be mindful of that. So be careful of what you make it mean and make it mean something that is supportive and, and from a place of love rather than a negative thing because if you make it a negative thing, the only action that will come from that is most likely negative. And then you may make it mean something negative and that'll be a negative experience you will have to work on later on in life. So it will always come back to bite you in the butt. So please do the work while you're in it, right? Like in the moment that when you're feeling it, that you get to process that emotion, feel the feelings and learn the lesson that you're expect your, your, you can learn from that experience right then and there rather than wait five years and let it all bottle up and then cause even more pain and heartache. Okay. So how do we do that in the moment? Let me just break it down for you a little bit. One, you want to take yourself away from the situation. So in that, in my situation, I was in a completely separate room to my mum. Like she was back at the apartment. I was at the event. So I got to sit down and really think about it for myself. So you want to kind of take yourself out of the situation as long as it's not happening right then and there. So it might be after the fact, um, or well, it will be after the fact, but it just allow yourself to separate yourself from the situation. And then I want you to think about what the expectations were. So what expectations did you have of yourself? or of someone else? What did or didn't happen that you wanted to happen? And how does that make you feel? And then think about what emotions that's bringing up for you. So in the moment when I was sitting there at Unleash the Power Within, I was thinking, I'm really angry, I'm upset, I'm hurt. Okay, so they were the emotions that were coming up for me. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting, I feel hurt. Why do I feel hurt? 
because I had expected this from her. And then I, what I was making that mean was that she didn't want to be there. Right. And so being ma- managing that and going, okay, so that's not really the best way to think about things and being able to change that belief around that at that moment is what helps you to stop you from actually creating negative beliefs that limit you in the future. So then think about what your current state is in that time. Is that, look, are you feeling that based on that exact experience or are you feeling that from past experiences rearing their ugly heads? So sometimes it can remind us of that past experiences. So it can be like, oh, well, this happened. This is the seventh time it's happened. Of course, I should be feeling this way. I'm even angrier now because it's happened this many times and they just keep letting me down, right? And when that happens, it's like, well, one, you need to separate those situations, make it that exact situation that's happened and work on that situation and then work on the past situation separately at another time. Because if you bulk them all together, it then creates even more pain and heartache and it's harder to work through that because they are completely separate situations. So allowing yourself the space to go, let's just focus on this one right here and then and notice that, okay, Part of this may be because I've experienced this in the past. I'm going to let that part go for now and I'm just going to work on what's coming up for me right now. So think about it. Where do you believe or what have you now started to believe about yourself because of this current expectation let down? And when you do that, how does that make you feel about the other people in the situation, um, others around you? Like what is it, what are you creating as that um, reflection as that effect, right? So when you, like I could have made it mean so much more about everything else, which I didn't. I just allowed myself to sit in the moment, what was happening right then and there and really work on that challenge with that. But in other situations, we can make it mean so much more. So being mindful of the fact that you just focus on the facts and focus on exactly what's going on then and there. And I think about what conclusions have you drawn as a result from that? Because a lot of the time you can make it mean so much more than it really needs to be. And then how long are you planning on staying in that state? So I actually put a time limit on it, right? Like when I was sitting there going, well, actually, I've been sitting in this mood for half an hour now. What's the point of being in this negative mood? There is no point to it, right? Because I can sit there and I can... And literally like that anger frustration, that hurt is sitting there going, well, I could sit here with a hot coal in my hand, getting angrier and expect the other person to burn, right? To get burnt because I'm getting angrier and angrier and angrier. But the only thing that it's affecting is me. And one of the amazing things I learned to Tony Robbins, they talked about negative emotion. The more you hold on to negative emotion, like if, you, if I think it was like 10 minutes of negative emotion actually shuts down your immune system for five hours. Isn't that intense? Like that's insane. Five hours of your immunity completely shutting down. So your immune system not fighting off anything like that's insane no wonder disease starts to happen in our body right when the more we have negative emotion so really think about it. how long i literally said there was like how long am i going to be here why how long do i want to sit in this negative emotion before i allow myself to step out of it and shake it off so i literally gave myself a time limit and then we need to bring ourselves back to acceptance we need to accept what is because we cannot change it And as much as we like to think we can go back and change it or start the argument again or go back to the person and tell them what my expectation was, we cannot change that experience. We cannot change the past, but we can always change what we make it mean. And when we allow ourselves to completely let ourselves go of judgment, because when we accept, 
some I read somewhere that someone talks about the fact that acceptance is a is a lack of judgment. So there's no judgment there, which is a beautiful way to look at it. So in that instance with my mum, like I was judging her for not coming to the event on day two, right? And I was making it mean all these awful things. But when I allowed myself to let go of the judgment, bring in compassion and find gratitude for what already was, like she walked on fire. Like and I'm sitting there upset because she didn't show up to day two, like, <laughs> right? So it's crazy how we do this to ourselves. And at the end of the day, all it was hurting was me. And I could have allowed it to overflow and hurt my mum, but I chose to deal with it in the moment, work with it for myself, so that I didn't overflow into hurt other people. Because hurt people always hurt other people. So reflecting and taking the time to really learn the lesson this is trying to teach you and allow yourself the space to find the acceptance, let go of judgment, face what you need to face throughout that and then trust and surrender for what is that it's meant to be. It was supposed to happen that way for you to learn the lesson or for whatever reason, bring ourselves back to trust and gratitude. And then if the situation is the right fit We can look at it from the perspective of if I reflected back the expectations that I have on the other person and then reflect them back on myself, where am I not showing up fully? Where am I not living up to that expectation? Because sometimes what we do is we have such high expectations on ourselves and when we don't meet them for ourselves, we often pass them on to other people because it's easier to actually pass that judgment on rather than actually take it on board ourselves and have that honesty with ourselves to make a change. So if that allows you to have a new perspective, a new insight into, oh, okay, I'm expecting that of them because I don't do that for myself, or I'm expecting that of them because I haven't lived up to that expectation for myself. Like, where is it giving you an, an insight into where you could look within yourself to make some changes? So that brings me to then managing our expectations for ourselves. Because I think with, with this topic, we need to consider a situation where we may have really high expectations on ourselves and then we don't meet them and then we feel like we're a failure or we make it mean that we're not good enough or we aren't smart enough, pretty enough, whatever the enoughs might be. We need to look at that as well. So noticing where where do you have high expectations and where have you let yourself down? And that could work on two different scales. It could be too high of an expectation or too low of an expectation. And this I love because I've had conversations with clients recently about both of these levels because when we have really high expectations, we can either be unreasonable with ourselves. So we haven't really planned it. We haven't prepped. We haven't looked at what that expectation would entail. And we just have that expectation. And then of course we don't set ourselves up for success and then we end up failing at it or we end up not working towards it or not following through and then we're harsh to ourselves so we're our inner critic comes in and then we start beating ourselves up and then we make ourselves feel terrible and then we give up on ourselves so it's really interesting how we do this to ourselves right if we've had really really high expectations and i see this with with new mums as well like they've gone from an identity of being a high achiever in their workplace or uh, a businesswoman and they've been able to achieve so many level like so much in their days that they then go to become a new mom and then obviously the attention is then put onto the baby of course and then they still have the same level of expectation on themselves that they did prior to having the baby and then they let themselves down by not following through which is impossible right because you're taking care of a human being and that that human being it needs you 24/7 
So you don't have as much time to be able to be focusing on or even the brain power at that time, right? Because just because every part of your body, your brain, everything is focused on that baby surviving. So it makes sense to then not be able to achieve the high level of things we had in the, in the past prior to having the baby. So where have you set such high expectations on yourself that you're actually setting yourself up to fail? Really look at that because when we start to lower those expectations and change the perspective, we can start to really bring in so much more joy and love and acceptance and also be present in the moment to experience what life is giving you right now. It could be really, really high expectations we've set for ourselves or we are actually believing those expectations as our own, but they're actually someone else's expectations. So we want to consider that as well. Is it someone else's expectations you're trying to live up to? What is the purpose of that? Whose approval are you looking for? You're looking for validation. Are you waiting for permission from someone? Like really look at that. There's multiple other episodes you can listen to if those are the key things that you're worried about. Um, that you've noticed that or you pick that up. That is that what's causing that pain and anguish? Because what you're really trying to set yourself up for is failure because you're trying to work towards someone else's expectations rather than your own. And it's different to your own level of standard because a lot of the time the expectations are not even in alignment with where you want to go anyway. So really break that down and look at whether the, whether the expectations are your own or someone else's. Then we have the flip side of it going, well, have our expectations of ourselves dropped and are they too low? this is where we can go into a little bit of victimhood. We can start to blame other people. We start to judge others. We end up giving up on ourselves. So it might be where we've not set clear goals and then didn't actually achieve them because the goal wasn't clear enough to be measured that we then don't achieve it. And then again, um, be really hard on ourselves. So when we're really unclear and a lot of the time subconsciously, we do this to keep ourselves safe, which is normal. But it's really interesting when we look at it from a place of, okay, where have I stopped expecting more of myself? And I, one of my clients spoke about this so beautifully where she said that she didn't realize it, but she was at the gym and she was, she, I think she'd set herself a goal of doing a hundred squats. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was like six months ago. Um, had set herself a hundred, like a task of doing a hundred, whatever the exercise was and basically got to 80 and went, oh, that'll do. And what she realized through my coaching is that I remember her coming to one of my sessions so clearly her saying to me that I stopped expecting 100% of myself. I was kind of settling for 80% and just kind of happy with that. And then wondering why I wasn't getting the results in my life that I wanted because I wasn't putting in my all. I wasn't giving it everything. And it's a beautiful realization because we are in complete control of that. You can change that once you make that aware, have that awareness. So where have you lowered your expectations so low that you've stopped expecting much from yourself? Where have you gotten complacent or started making excuses and started looking at and blaming everything outside of yourself and started giving the responsibility away rather than taking that responsibility back, right? And that can also be a place of avoidance where we just want to avoid rather than face those facts and we end up then settling. So a lot of the time in that place, we will end up judging other people for the success that they have that we don't have or the achievements they've had or where they're at in life or whatever it might be. We could be blaming the economy. We could be blaming the you know, Facebook algorithm, like all of these types of things that we then end up 
reflecting and we don't realize we do this, but that judgment is so internally focused that it's painful. So even when we're judging other people, we're passing on that blame, we feel it internally and we take that on board because our subconscious brain, our subconscious mind actually takes that on board as fact because it's coming out in our voice. So we must believe it, right? So it's so powerful. That's why we've got to be so mindful of how we speak about our life experience, the way we speak about our circumstances, that even though whatever is happening in your reality right now could be true or could be what you know whatever's real for you right now, if you speak about it in a negative way, you're only going to attract more negativity because your brain starts to believe that to be true. So just be really mindful of that. We want to make sure that we speak speak with truth, but speak in a positive, truthful manner. So notice that that judgment, when we're placing it on other people or things that are outside of ourselves, we're giving away our power. We're giving it away and we're just we're like putting our hands up in the air and just going, it's too hard. It's going to make every excuse under the sun instead of taking the power back. And when you take the power back, that's where you're able to make incredible long lasting change from. So taking full responsibility for your expectations and full responsibility for your actions in that place as well. And when you have radical honesty with yourself, you're able to look at it and go, hey, yeah, I wasn't showing up for myself. I wasn't taking action on here. I was blaming everybody else but myself. I was not doing the things. I was stopped, I stopped actually expecting more from myself and I started playing small and I started giving up on myself and I started going, oh, that'll do. Well, that's enough. Whatever. I'm tired. Like all of these things, we start to then believe that And then we find evidence in our reality to prove that to be right. And then we end up living in this state of disappointment and hurt and anger at ourselves and judgment in ourselves and fear and all these awful negative emotions. And then we replay that, replay that, and that becomes our pattern. And then we're stuck. Yeah. So how do we get out of this? One, we need to take our power back. We need to take full responsibility. Take, you know, look at, at taking full accountability for exactly where you're at and do it in a place of non-judgment. As much as that's difficult to do, please try. Because when we look at and take full responsibility and full accountability for the actions that we've taken, the first automatic reaction you will have is self-pity. It will be self-blame, it will be self-loathing, it will be self-hatred, like all of those awful negative things that don't serve you are not going to get you to the next stage, are not going to get you out of where you are. So please refrain from judging yourself in that situation. We want to look at it almost like it's something completely separate to ourselves, right? Don't associate that pain to yourself. Don't associate those failures. Don't associate those missed opportunities. Don't associate those untaken action like oh my god is that that even a word um like really don't associate it to yourself look at it as an external thing go these are my results like even if you have to write it out on a piece of paper do an analysis of your business do an analysis of your situation in your life where you're unhappy with that you realize that your expectations have been completely lowered and look at it externally from yourself and go okay so these are the results that have been created based on these action steps and these thought patterns and these beliefs So what has to change for me to get a different result? One, that's a beautiful way of having acceptance. We use the same tools that we use when we got in regards to having expectations on other people. We accept what is. We're free of judgment. We accept that and we take full responsibility. We start to change the perspective. 
look at what actions have been taken and go, what could change here to get a different result? What could I do differently that will give me a whole different outlook on life? What could I believe that would help support me making change here? What would I believe about myself if I had taken action here? What would I believe about myself if I was actually successful in this? So it gets us to start thinking about things in a completely different way. And we want to change that from a completely different emotional state, right? Because when we do this, right, how long we want to ask ourselves, how long do I want to sit here in this self-pity and this self-loathing? How long do I want to sit here in this negative emotional state? And if your brain's like, well, I'm sick of it. I don't want to be here anymore. Then change your state first. It is probably the most easiest thing to do to help change your, your chemicals in your brain so you can start thinking more logically. And more in a problem solving state. So you want to literally stand up strong. You want to hold your shoulders back. You want to lift your head up. You want to find a powerful stance, whether it's centered. So you're not leaning to one side. You're actually standing full and strong. And breathe right from the diaphragm. Breathe really deep and get yourself into a high energy state. So whether you need to use music for that, whether you need to go to the gym, whether you need to go just get outside and get into nature, whether you need to commune with nature, find some way that makes you feel good and then come back to look at it in a feel good state. Because when you can come back to those and have radical honesty and look at it and go, what are my options? What could I do here? What are some answers that I hadn't even considered just yet? What are some options that I haven't even, I've just been dismissing that could change everything for me right now? And when you come from that place of energy and that place of certainty and that place of, you know, good feelings, then everything can change from there because you're more than more likely to be able to come up with results and options and answers and solutions to the problems that you had before that you'd never would have been able to come up, come up with when you're in that negative state. So from there, I want you to consider what would life be like if there were no expectations? What if you had no expectations of yourself or of other people? And you may think, well, if I had no expectations of myself, I probably wouldn't do anything. That's actually not true. I think if you still set yourself goals, they're not expectations. I think if you set yourself goals and you work towards them and you take action daily towards those, you're more than likely to exceed your expectations for sure. But allow yourself to enjoy life without an expectation. It's a beautiful way to live and it's not an easy one, but it's something you need to choose on a daily basis. So if you went into every interaction without an expectation, wouldn't you be surprised? Wouldn't you be inspired? Wouldn't you be blown away with opportunities and with experiences? And you got to fully be present because a lot of the time when we have expectations, they're taking ourselves out into the future And we're trying to live up to that expectation instead of actually enjoying the moment. So we allow ourselves to come back to that beautiful place of this is me right here, right now. What am I experiencing? And without that expectation, people react with you in a different way. People communicate with you in a different way because you can just allow them to be them. And they feel that when you show up and you just allow someone to be their beautiful human being that they are, don't they react differently to you? Isn't it beautiful when they actually just be fully themselves, authentically them? And then imagine what you could do for yourself if you did that as well, that you just accepted exactly what life is and allowed yourself to live every single moment the way you would like to live it without the expectation of yourself and just enjoy the process, enjoy the moments that come, enjoy the challenges, enjoy the new things that you learn 
And it all comes down to joy. That's what it is. Find joy in the small moments. Find joy on a daily basis. There is no expectation of joy in the same sentence. Find the joy and life will become more joyful. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Please share with me on social media what you've taken away from today's episode and I will speak to you all next week. And don't forget, go and take the quiz if you really want to find out what's holding you back. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.